0: real with y'all okay growing up I thought my life was gonna be easy breezy beautiful okay I am the baby of the family any other babies up in the room all right leaving me hanging okay there's a couple of us now I guess I had this preconceived notion that as a little I know I said baby of the family that's crazy Um, I had this thought in my head that because I'm the baby of the family, then I will get anything and everything that I want. Um, I gotta tell you, I don't know how it is in your family. It was definitely not that in my family, okay? I, uh, I was definitely bullied a lot by my siblings, okay? Older siblings can be rough, But listen, I thought it was gonna be so good. And then um, life just kind of smacked me in the face and said, no, it's not gonna be easy to be the baby of the family. And what I expected is that having older siblings and they are three years and five years older than me, I expected that um, if they got something, I would get something. I just kind of thought maybe I could look at my mom with like some puppy dog eyes and she'd be like, yes, dear, anything that you want, absolutely, you may have it. She never did that, okay? And actually what happened was the complete opposite. You see, because my siblings were so much older, they got later curfew. I didn't get later curfew. Okay, when my siblings got a new car, I didn't get a new car, probably because I was in elementary school. My mom wouldn't trust me driving a new car, but that's besides the point. And every time they got something that I didn't, you know what I said? That's not fair, okay? Even with just a little foot stomp, all right? I was kind of a brat growing up. And I was like, that is not fair. You know what my mom told me? Say it again. Life's not fair. And I said... Okay, mom. Yes, it should be when I'm the baby of the family and look at me. I'm so cute, mom. Give me what I want. And it all started because truly I wanted everything that my siblings had. I wanted to be like them. I wanted to dress like them. I wanted to look like them. I wanted to be them. And when I couldn't have what they had, well, then I would say, that's not And it even went all the way back to um, growing up. I don't know if y'all know what this is, but I was what you call like a scene queen. Okay, like emo to the max. All right. I loved it. Okay, absolutely loved it. But growing up, my sister was the first scene queen in our family. And I was like, listen, mom, Brie has gauges. I want gauges. Do you know what gauges are? Okay, they're like holes in your ears. You like pierce some, you know, and then you get this big hole in your ear. Why, I don't know. But I was like, that's so cool. And my mom said, no, you can't do that. You're in fourth grade. You have to wait until you're in the sixth grade and you can make a choice. And I was like, you know what, mom? That's not fair. I'm gonna do what I wanna do. And so I waited until the fifth grade and I secretly gauged my ears to be like my sister. And now, because of my unfairness, I have holes in my ears that will never go away. Think before you do something, okay? But the truth is, is I wanted to be like them. I wanted to do what they did, and when I couldn't do that, it was not fair. I was jealous that they had a later curfew, and I had to be home again because I was in middle school, okay? I didn't actually have a curfew. The curfew was, you don't leave the house. And I was jealous of everything that they had. But the Bible says in Proverbs 14:30, a peaceful heart gives life to the body, but jealousy rots the bones. Obviously not physically, my bones are still alive and well, but when we are jealous, it is like internally we are rotting our bones. It says in James 3:16, are you jealous? Are you concerned only about getting ahead? Then your life will be a mess. You will be doing all kinds of evil things. That kind of evil thing I did, doing stuff behind my parents' back, even when they told me not to. Why? Because I was jealous. Because it was not fair that they got to do something that I didn't get to do. And that's not fair, I'm sure has come out of the mouth of all of us in this room. And if it hasn't, you're probably lying and you're in church and you can't do that. But that's not fair has come out of my mouth at least today about 50 times, right? That's not fair that 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 teacher picked that person. That's not fair that I'm on pink team when I was on purple team last year. That's not fair that my friend gets to pick what we watch when we hang out that's not fair, my siblings got this when I got nothing. It's not fair that they're a natural-born athlete when you have to work at it 10 times harder. That's not fair that they have really pretty hair, right? We say these things, that's not fair. And when we say, that's not fair, we expect somebody to fix it. We expect somebody to do something about it and make it fair for us. So I want you to picture, okay, this scale is like your life. And in your life, you want everything balanced, right? You want everything to be on the same page. It should be fair is what we think, right? We think, well, here's the deal. Because that person hurt me, then they should also be just as hurt. We think that is not fair what they've done to us. And when we say that's not fair, we expect, well, then, you know, we're gonna put that weight on. That's not fair. <laughs> well, now our scale's a little out of balance. So we think, you know what? No, they should have to apologize to me. That's not fair. I have to make this balanced again. Or we think, you know what's not fair? I expected my teacher to let me turn in my late and missing assignments in class, even though there's four days left. I need this to be balanced. And when they don't do that, well, then we're left kind of unbalanced. We're left feeling the way of, hold on, somebody needs to fix this. Somebody needs to do something to put my life back in balance. Somebody needs to do something to make this fair somebody needs to do something somebody needs to fix this and we think well then who could fix it right if if this isn't fair if this isn't balanced if things are off then who could fix it we expect our teachers to make it fair we expect them to say well yeah of course turn in your missing assignments absolutely but that's not the truth Right? We expect our parents to make it fair when our siblings got something that we didn't. I expected to get a car when I turned 16 because my siblings did. You know what I didn't get? A car. Right, But I expected this scale to be balanced. I expected it to say, you know what, mom and dad, you need to treat me the way Brandon and Bree get treated. I need it to be the same. Or we expect God to make it fair. We expect God to step in. And if something has happened to us, if there has been an unjust thing that has happened to us, we expect God to come in and fix it. We expect him to make it right. But I'm going to tell you something that really hurts to hear. It's not anyone else's job to make things fair. It's not anyone else's job to balance things for you. It's not anybody else's job, it is yours. It is your responsibility on how you react when something happens that is not fair. It is 100% your responsibility to, to say, it doesn't matter if my siblings got a car, it's okay. And I didn't, it's fine. And you might have to say it a couple times, but we have to learn to be okay with that. And we have to decide are we gonna choose to be angry Are we gonna choose to demand that somebody makes this right? That somebody balances the scale for us? Or are we going to choose to be okay? The truth is, our life will never be fair. Life will not be fair. And I'm sure you have experienced this. And the idea of things being fair in our lives is a trick. God does not expect our life to get even, he doesn't expect anything of that. In fact, it says in the Bible, in John 16, Jesus says, here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome the world. In other, wor- in other words, life's gonna be disappointing. Things are gonna happen that are out of your control. Things are gonna happen that is not fair. Stuff is going to come up and we have to learn to be okay with it. We have to learn to be okay with seeing somebody else got blessed, and we did it. We have to learn to be okay, even though that teacher seems to favor somebody else in the class, and not us. We have to learn to be okay and accept, hey, even if I'm on a different team at camp, I'm still going to have fun. It's not always our turn, and life is simply not fair. And oftentimes, when we complain that something isn't fair, there's usually An underlying issue.
1: So a lot of times when we think, okay, I want this to be fair, we're seeing ourselves as the right fighter, right? We're trying to bring justice to the situation because fairness is good. It is equal for all. So when I am calling for fairness, I'm therefore calling for something good and positive. But here's the thing, that's not always the case because a lot of times When we are calling for something to be fair, it's actually a lot more self-motivated than it is for anyone else. And so I need some help illustrating this. Any Kit Kat fans in here? I need two of you, okay? I need two Kit Kat fans. Okay, you two right here. Yes, yes. The girls that are leaning in your lap will have to sit up, unfortunately. All right, so this is a Kit Kat. Can you go ahead and open that for me? Okay, so you guys are big Kit Kat fans. Now, I only have one candy bar, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, there you go, she got it, she got it, okay. So what would be the fair thing to do with this candy bar since I called down two people? You can shout it out. To share it, how do you share it? By splitting it in half, right? I wouldn't give one quarter to one person, three quarters to the other person. What would be fair is to break it right off in the middle. Yep, there you go and give half and half. Now, this is fair. Don't eat it yet. This is fair, right? Now, what if I were to say, man, real, real sorry, Destiny, but you were way too slow in opening that candy bar. So, I'm actually going to give both halves to Emma. Now, is that fair any longer? No, it's no longer fair, right? Now, who's going to be the person complaining about fairness? Is it the one that got the full candy bar or the one that got no candy bar? No candy bar, right? So Emma here, she got the full thing. She's not going to be the one stomping her feet and saying, but that's not fair. I can't believe I have to eat this whole candy bar by myself. The humanity, this is ridiculous. I am so frustrated and angry. No, Emma is smiling also because she's uncomfortable, but she is smiling, okay? Destiny would be the one saying, Excuse me, that's not fair. I should get half of the candy bar. Why though, is Emma not the one complaining? Because the truth is, we don't care as much about justice or fairness. We really just want the blessing. And so she's not gonna say, oh my gosh, this is so unfair that I got the full candy bar. This is so unfair. She's gonna say, oh, I love Kit Kats. This is awesome. See, when you're the one getting blessed, Fairness goes out the window. You say, I deserve this. This is awesome for me. Sorry to the other person, but this is what I deserve. While the other person is stomping their feet and saying, that's not fair. Why? Not because they really care that much fairness, but because they want what another person has. You can go ahead and split the candy bar and sit down. Ladies, thank you so much for your help. So you want what the other person has. There's a name for this. What is it called to want what someone else has? Jealousy, that was very good. Jealousy. So if you look at somebody and you say, I don't have that. I wish I had that in my life. It's so unfair that I don't have that. Really, you're not trying to be judge with bringing about justice. You're trying to get what they have. Philippians 4-4 tells us, though, that we shouldn't act in, in selfishness. We shouldn't act in jealousy. In fact, it says, we always should be joyful. Now, this verse does not say, okay, you can be joyful when everything in your life is going exactly how you want it to. When you feel like you are getting all of the blessings, when you are the person on top, then you be joyful. No, this verse says, always. Always means no matter what is happening whether you got the full candy bar, half the candy bar, or none of the candy bar, or whoever that applies in your life, God is saying, always be joyful. Then it goes again and it says, I will say it again, be joyful. Now, joy is different from happiness, okay? Happiness means, okay, this is temporary, this is based off of what my circumstances are doing and telling me, so when I go to Chick-fil-A, I am happy. Why? Because I'm about to eat some fried chicken. Now, joy is different from happiness because it's not based on your circumstances. It's not based on everything in your life going as planned or going well. It's having joy in the good and the bad. They are separate things. And the truth is God watches our response when it's someone else's turn. He watches to see how we handle other people getting blessed when it seems like we are getting the short end of the stick. And if you are busy throwing a fit about fairness, rather than being happy for those people, well, guess what? God is not impressed. He's saying, you can be jealous all you want. You can be upset. You can throw fits, but it will never fix or change the circumstance. The only thing that you can do is choose joy. But what if this weren't the case? What if life, earth, were slightly different? What if if a a situation or a scenario were unfair in our lives, there was something called the Fairness Fairy, whose job it was to come in and fix the situation to make it fair? Let's see what that would look like.
0: Did you know, man, I love Twix. They're my favorite, but did you know the left one tastes more like the left one than the right one tastes like the right one?
2: I had heard that before, but that's not fair. I want a Twix. How come you have a Twix and I don't have a Twix? I want one. It's well, not fair. Well it, did somebody say it's not fair? What you that? What's happening? Um, I don't. What are you? Who, have, who are you? Have no fear. The fairness fair he is here. The hairy? No, the fair he. The,
0: f- the what? The fair he. The fairy? The
2: fairy. You're not. Fa- you're saying fairy. The fair he.
0: No, you're just a fairy. Oh, because he's
2: the guy fairy.
0: Oh. Fair he. I
2: got gotcha, you. That's gotcha. right. What you guys talk. about? I heard somebody say it's not fair.
0: Well, yeah. He's He said that I have the Twix and he doesn't have the Twix. Yeah.
2: I want yeah, that's fix. not fair. Correct. Okay. That's, that's, yeah. we did, yeah.
0: Well, that's not fair.
2: For now, for who out? Wait. I didn't like any of that.
0: Man, I can't believe that I got in trouble and you did it. Are you kidding me? Listen, I wasn't even the one that shaved the principal's hamster. You were. It's not. Fair.
2: It's probably because I'm more awesome than you. Did somebody say it's not funnier. fair? Shocking. The fairness fairies
0: the, here again. The
2: fair he is back.
0: The fair
2: he. Yeah, just explore the space. We're not on a time limit or anything.
0: It's fine. You, uh, just, you do you, man. Did somebody
2: say it's not fair?
0: Yes, I did. I said it's not fair that I got ISS and he did it because he shaved the principal's hamster, not me.
2: Why would you shave a hamster? Comedy mostly. Makes sense. Uh no, I thought yeah. maybe I could use their fur to create yarn and then just open like a sustainable hamster sweater store on Etsy. Oh, that's really good Right, yeah. That's I was pretty like cool. I was on It's not fair though. Okay, I don't well, know what yeah. to say about that. But how about this? Okay? Now you both get in school suspension and you gotta eat the hamster. You guys decide cut it in front what? to back or cut it in half side to side. What? But that's fair No, I hate
0: I hate that.
2: I mean, I'm intrigued at what hamster tastes like, so. No,
0: absolutely not. Oh, it's so not fair that my brother got the cell phone and I didn't. I mean, I know he's like in high school and I'm in sixth grade. But Did it's somebody ridiculous.
2: say it's not fair? Yeah. Whoa. Fair. What's up? You say it's not fair. The fair he is here. Yeah,
0: I'm mad. It's not fair. My brother got the cell phone. I did it. Even though I'm like in middle school and I'm in sixth grade and I can't. <sighs> I, it's just not fair. It's not, not fair. You're right, you're right, you're right. It's you not know what? fair.
2: Here you go.
0: What, you going to give me a yeah. cell phone? Yeah. Are you serious? Wait, wait. No. No, it's an Android.
1: fairy, even if he did exist, um, wouldn't really bring about that much good things to us. Because when things are fair, it doesn't still necessarily mean that it's benefiting us. Also, did you know the Fairness Fairy is a Nuggets nuggets fan? Did you catch that? Yeah, okay. So anyway, when we want fairness, when we demand fairness, really, we don't even know what we're asking for. We just want it to be fixed. We just want to be the one that wins. We just want to be the one that gets the blessing or the benefit. And we have this idea that if fairness were there, if everything was fair, it would be so much better. But that's just not how life is. Life will be perfect one day in heaven. The Bible absolutely promises that when we get to go to heaven, absolutely things will be fair, there will be justice, but that is not the case down here on earth. And we can either choose to just accept this as a part of life, or we can choose to complain and be jealous and compare what we have to what others have and honestly make ourselves miserable as well as the people around us miserable. But that doesn't have to be the case. We don't have to choose jealousy. And there's a few ways that we can kill jealousy in our lives. The first is just avoiding situations that make you jealous. The best way that you can do this is through social media, okay? When I get on Instagram, it is so hard for me to not become jealous of the things that I see. To not compare what I have to that of others. And so I'll see people going on vacations that look so amazing. Well, I'm here working, or I'll see girls with these really, really cute outfits that I don't have the money to pay for, Or even girls in different swimsuits and stuff where I'm like, "Oh my gosh, they have the most perfect body. they have the most beautiful hair. It's so unfair. And I'll begin to compare myself and my situation to that of theirs. And the truth is, if I didn't go on social media, those thoughts would have never been triggered. I would have never even had the opportunity to compare my life to those people's lives. And my life is very, very different from the things that I post on social media. And that's the case for everyone else. No one is portraying reality on there. And that's something that we really have to remember when we start to feel badly about our own situations is none of it is real. It's all smoke and mirrors and filters anyway. Another thing that we need to do is stop focusing on the things that we don't have while looking at what everyone else has if you're always having that mindset if you're going to school every single day just paying attention to what everyone is wearing whether or not they have the cool shoes whether or not they're really really good at something that you're not you're never going to be happy with yourself or your situation and lastly when all else fails we just need to accept that even when life is not fair God still is good He's still good, and no, he's not going to be a fairness fairy that comes into your life and appears magically and fixes everything exactly how you want it, but he absolutely is still trustworthy, and he absolutely knows what is best for us, and the truth is, sometimes it's best for us to not get the blessing. Sometimes it's best for us to not have all of the things that we want, and the truth is, a lot of those things that you do want will come eventually, but you just might not be ready for them yet. A blessing at the wrong time becomes a curse. And so we need to trust that our God knows what's best for us instead of falling into the trap of comparison and jealousy. I want to leave us with Psalm 37 tonight. It says, Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything that you do to the Lord. Trust him, and he will help you. Guys, the Lord knows our desires. He knows the things that we need and the things that we want, and He is not cruel. He will not withhold those things from you, but He will make sure that you are ready for when the time comes for you to get them. All of us want one day, hopefully, to get married, but will we all admit that we're probably not ready to be married yet? Yeah, probably not. The truth goes for everything else. God knows what? when we are ready for the blessing, and it will come at the right time. And so let's all bow our heads and close our eyes, and we'll pray one final prayer tonight. So dear Jesus, thank you so much for being a God that we can trust, that is good even when our circumstances don't seem to be. And we just pray right now that you'll get rid of the comparison and the jealousy within our lives, and that we can just be content with the things that we have with the things that you've blessed us with. We know that you are good and we know that we can trust you. And so just remind us of that when comparison and jealousy creep in. We love you so much and it's in your precious name that we pray. Amen.